always need to, as as kind of a, a dedicated function in your business, be looking at what's next uh, from a product perspective, from a from a channel perspective, um, and from a mechanics perspective, what you need to be doing to make sure you're staying in the front of what's possible to grow your brand on Amazon. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast here today with a very special guest, the Chief Revenue Officer of Quartile, Kanan. I'm so excited to have you here. I know you guys do a lot of different things in the ad space. You drive a lot of traffic. You work with a lot of different entrepreneurs and a lot of different businesses out there. So I'm so excited to dig into what you guys are seeing in the data that's pointing to maybe opportunities out there right now. Um, but without further ado, Kanan, so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to dig in. Before we get too, in, too uh, far into what Quartile um, is and does and all of that and the opportunity landscape, um, let's first learn a little bit about you. So how did you become the chief revenue officer of Quartile? Great question. Um, so I've spent most of my career, I, I take that back a step. I've spent all of my career in advertising, most of my career on the digital advertising side and primarily, um, you know, on the programmatic and ad serving side of things um, historically. And um a couple of years ago, you know, I felt like one of the areas that I, you know, uh, you know, that I saw growing that I found like really, really compelling and interesting was the e-commerce space. And um, I got introduced to the founders of Quartile. And, um, you know, I think it was one of those situations where, um, you know, the, the group of folks that founded the company were, you know, you know, they came up as uh, sellers and brand builders in that space. And I came up as as an adver- as true advertising guy. And uh, it made a lot of sense to, to, to come together and kind of start to build build this software platform to help um, accelerate brands and sellers, uh, primarily, of course, in kind of the marketplace channels and Amazon specifically, uh, but across the D2C landscape as well. Yeah. Wow. I love that. So it was kind of two forces meeting each other and then you guys were able to um, pair up and create something amazing. So in all honesty, I'm impressed by what you guys are doing at Quartile. Um, You guys have a robust ecosystem of advertising power, I would say. And for us as Amazon sellers, um, being able to drive traffic is a huge piece of it. So um, Kanan, what are you seeing out there as far as if I'm building a brand and I'm selling on these different marketplaces, especially if I'm selling on Amazon, where's my biggest opportunity right now? So I think the you know, biggest opportunity uh, or opportunities um, are really, you know, kind of, you know, to take it a step back, I'd say is it's never been more competitive in the, in the Amazon marketplace, obviously to stand out as a seller or a brand. Um, and so I think, you know, where we see our customers succeeding the most are the ones, you know, like to, to kind of start with the most basic, you know, strategic element of building the funnel from the bottom up, right? Which is to say, make sure that you're running really efficiently and that you're, you're, um, covering as much ground as possible just with basic search, right? And then from there, you know, if you have that, a solid foundation there, you can get a you can find a lot of incremental success 
um, expanding into DSP through Amazon and kind of like, you know, expanding beyond just that the lower funnel capturing um, <clears throat> buyers and purchasers and consumers who are already kind of looking for your products, starting to build out um, lookalike audiences for net new customer acquisition, retargeting strategies to get those folks who kind of made it halfway through the purchase journey and get them back in to complete that journey. Uh, and then looking at other channels externally from Amazon that can help you drive traffic to your listings on Amazon. And so, you know, there's been a, been a, been a lot of momentum in using search and social uh, to drive towards your specific Amazon listings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in fact, Amazon is also incentivizing that traffic and, you know, taking lower, uh, low, less of a referral fee. Um, for any sale that's uh, driven by external traffic. And so those are kind of the big ones that we see uh, our most successful sellers and brands taking advantage of recently. Um, and then I think, you know, as always with Amazon, it, you know, they they roll out new ad products and kind of change the dynamics of the market so frequently um, that you always you always need to, as, as kind of a, a dedicated function in your business, be looking at what's next uh, from a product perspective, from a, from a channel perspective, um, and from a mechanics perspective, what you need to be doing to make sure you're staying in the front of what's possible to grow your brand on Amazon. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask a huge favor. We don't sell anything on the show because we just want to provide you with the best content and then let you get on with your day. As an Amazon seller, you know how important reviews are. And this podcast is no different. I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave us a review on your podcast app right now so we can help more sellers just like you. Thank you. Now let's get back into the show. Yeah, I love it. So um, Canon, what we do at Post Purchase Pro is we drive an existing customer back to the Amazon platform. And so Amazon sees that as external traffic. And the, the big crucial thing for an Amazon seller right now is because it's coming from an external source, Amazon rewards it in a lot of different ways. They reward it with better keyword ranking. They reward it with more traffic. All of the things get better and more healthy when you can drive your own external traffic. So with you guys at, at Quartile, what is... What's the, the the golden area right now? Where is it the um, the biggest opportunity to to drive external traffic to Amazon? Is it YouTube? Is it Google? Is it TikTok? Where where is it that you can drive traffic the um, most profitable right now? Great question. I mean, the, the 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 first and most crucial one is Google, right? And when I say Google, I mean like all Google properties, so YouTube included, et cetera, right? Because there's just there's more your your audience is more prolific there because it's you know has such a massive footprint um, and it's also most easy to get started and manage right there's a lot of easy ways to get started and uh, scale really quickly on Google because you know by 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 nature of of, of being on Amazon already you kind of know what search terms are going to work for you as a seller or you as a brand right and so you know one of the things that we do when we launch uh, um, Google to Amazon <clears throat> for our customers is we analyze all the search terms and everything, you know, all the historical data that's been effective on Amazon itself, and then apply that to Google audiences. And of course, there's there's differences, right, in terms of how people search on Google properties versus uh, Amazon properties, right? There's a, there's a lot more exploration um, and discovery that happens on Google, whereas Amazon is more close to specific intent. Um, and then, but, but we want to build on, on the data that you see at Amazon. Um, and then as you get running on Google search specifically, then you start to build up 
familiarity with the audiences that you can start going after and then expand into more audience-centric buys on YouTube itself. Um, and you mentioned like TikTok. I mean, TikTok is a really powerful emerging channel. And I think, uh, you know, 18 months from now, like, you, you, you know, maybe the... <laughs> You know, I, you know, maybe maybe the conversation is more, hey, you can start there, but um, you know, from an ad products perspective and an audience perspective, you know, as hard as it may be to believe, you know, TikTok's just not there yet in terms yep. of uh, relative capabilities that Google has. So, you know, again, like um, it's that same kind of strategy we talked about earlier, just really focusing on building the funnel from the bottom up, and that starts again when you go to external traffic, right? You want to get a good foundation and start where there's, you know, the highest concentration of audiences and the most um, advanced advertising capabilities to take advantage of harnessing those audiences and then build that up and then start to look at, you know, once you've got those kind of basics covered, what are those emerging channels that can help give you incremental lift on top of that? And I think for now, you know, TikTok is still certainly an emerging channel. Now they're moving more quickly uh, than, than, than a lot of other, uh, um, you know, historical you know, social channels have in terms of rolling out really effective ad products, but you know, for the most part now, still certainly an emerging channel. Um, okay. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Start with the data that you have on Amazon, and then you can roll it out on Google. That that makes a lot of sense. So when an Amazon seller who's building a brand comes to Quartile, what are you guys seeing as like the biggest mistake that they're making? Where do you guys step in and say, okay? You messed up this, but we'll fix it and we can help you grow. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that most folks come to us and we say, oh, you're making this mistake or that mistake. I think it's more that, you know, in terms of where we fit in and what, what our technology does is, you know, we're using <clears throat> machine learning and AI to, to really focus on day one in eliminating inefficiencies in your spin, right? And so. Um, you can call that a mistake, but, you know, in most scenarios, when we start working with a brand or a seller, um, it's not that like they're running wildly inefficient and it's because they're making mistakes. It's just, you know, without leveraging a machine learning platform, it's really hard to, you know, to get as granular as you can yeah. and optimize uh, at the most efficient level uh, w just using kind of you know, manual hands-on keyboards management through Amazon's ad tools. And so, you know, really what it is, is, you know, you may say the biggest mistake is not using the available technologies to you in the market to really, really get <clears throat> as efficient as possible and like eliminate that wastage and spend that you're likely having. Um, and that's what's, you know, not only, you know, kind of impacting what your bottom line could be, but also inhibiting you from getting that top line growth that you want to see. And so really for us, it's on day one, you know, we use our, our software to um, recreate the campaign structure with a, you know, a single campaign for every ASIN keyword or other, other targeting parameter uh, and placement combination so that we can determine the optimal bid rate for every hour of the day for every combination of keyword ASIN and placement, right? And so <clears throat> you can, you know, just as I described it, you can probably, probably imagine that that's relatively impossible to do as just a single human working in a, you know, in an ads console, right? And so that's what we use the automation for to do that. And so that's, you know, that's kind of the first course correction. And then from there, you know, what that does is it gives our customers a really solid foundation to be able to analyze at the deepest level possible um, what their optimal bid rate is for any given product and any given kind of uh, advertising target or targeting and placement parameters. And so once, once you go from there, 
you know, you're going to get a lot more efficient because we're optimizing that bid rate, but it also gives you some really good insights into your products, right? Like how, how users really search for them, when they're actually buying them, like what hours of the day, as opposed to, um, you know, just kind of generally seeing a conversion rate on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis. Um, you're able to get better insights into your business there that are going to help you not just in Amazon, right? But, you know, when you, when you start to grow and look at other marketplaces or D2C sales channels, um, you can structure the data, way, data in a way on Amazon that is going to give you those insights that you can apply to anywhere else that you're selling. Wow, that's amazing. So you're able to leverage much more than any um, single human could do because you're using technology that can do um, analyzations of data that would be impossible for even one person or a team of people to do. So um, I love it. So you guys are able to plug into a... Um, you know, a seller account, for instance, take over yep. what they're doing, and then you can roll out these other ad channels over time as it makes sense. Is that correct? Exactly. And, you know, the beauty of it is, is it's not, you know, it's not like a black box that just kind of, or, or, you know, like an evil AI that just takes over and runs everything. This is something that, you know, it's a software platform that you, you know, is fully transparent, right? So as a, uh, as a marketer um, or, a, or a brand owner or, or, or a seller, like, you, you know, you see this and you see the data and you can, you know, ultimately what you're, 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 you're doing with the software is using it as a, as the execution layer for your strategy, right? And, and it's this, you know, a tactical execution layer that's able to deliver you the insights that, you know, if you look at them through a seller central console, um, it seems like, you know, impossible to process this data. And, you know, what we do with our software is just distill this down so it's so you can make sense of it, so you can look at all this data in aggregate and understand what it means for your products and your customers and, you know, kind of direct your advertising investments according to, you know, the reality that the data shows you. I love it. So you guys are doing amazing things with not only Amazon ads, but so many different platforms. And that's why I think you guys are a great fit for so many Amazon sellers out there because you can take what you've learned on the Amazon level and then you can expand it to these other ad platforms. So Kanan, let's transition to the last segment of our show here. I know we got to get out of here pretty soon, but um, you know, we always like to ask two fun questions at the end of our show. The first one is, Kanan, you've got all kinds of business experience. You're an ad guy from way back. Now you're helping um, one of the biggest software companies in the space grow. Um, you're the chief revenue officer. So what is your favorite business book? Oh, gosh, great question. My favorite business book. Um, well, I would tell you, if I have to give you one answer, I'm just going to be honest. It's uh, You might not describe it necessarily as a business book, um, but I take it as a business book. It's called The King of Madison Avenue. And it is the biography of David Ogilvy, who is oh, nice. one of, if not the most legendary ad man <clears throat> from the, you know, from the 60s. So if you're a Mad Men fan, if you read this yep. book, a lot of it would feel, you know, w without some of the racy and uh, uh, maybe not safe for work parts, uh, but you would definitely feel, feel familiar uh, and why I think this is such a good business book. It's a really interesting story to see how, um, you know, essentially how we got to where we are from a marketing and advertising standpoint, like how the landscape evolved into where it is today, even though it's about, you know, one of the original admin who came up through the 60s. But uh, all of that stuff still applies. And when they talk about kind of marketing principles and advertising dynamics, um, 
you know, I remember the first time I read it was I think in like the mid two thousands. And it's what, what shocked me is how much those principles have remained consistent for 50, 60, 70 years. Right. And um, so I think that that's, I, I, I used to, uh, and I'm, I brought it back, but I used to make all of our salespeople read it on week one, you know, just so they have that context and understand that, you know, some days it feels like, you know, we're all on on such the cutting edge and we're doing things that have never been done before. And I, I think in some ways that's true um, tactically and, for, you know, you know, kind of on the on the execution level. But it all comes back to some really basic principles from a business perspective, from a marketing perspective, from an advertising perspective. Uh, and when you read up on that and kind of understand that you know, there's nothing new under the sun <laughs> when it comes to business. And you, you see that, you know, people have made these blueprints before. And if you kind of adhere to some of those basic principles, it's going to be a lot easier for you to build a successful business and to run a successful business uh, than if you're just trying to kind of invent it as you go and, and do it on the fly. Um, so that's that's got to be my number one favorite, the King of Madison Avenue. I love it. I've never read it. So I'm going to get that today. So thanks so much for that recommendation. Can yeah. uh, one other fun fun question here is what is something that you've purchased yourself and it was a splurge but you did not regret buying it? <laughs> not not regretting it is the key is is <laughs> is, is the key one there. Um, great question. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, this is going to sound so dumb. Um, we love it. I uh, I got this. So I'll, I'll, I'll shift my camera over here. My desk is very messy, but I got this little freestanding whiteboard uh-huh. and it was, it was like $200. So, you know, it doesn't look like, so, so that's why I say it was a splurge because it's just yeah. a little whiteboard for my, for my desk at home. Uh, but this thing has saved my life. I've used it so much. Uh, you don't realize, you know, kind of coming from working in the office and now working from the home, from home most of the time, how badly you miss a whiteboard. And yep. uh, just having one right here just to, you know, scribble notes on or even like, you know, do organizational planning on and things like that. Uh, I thought I was like I was mad at myself for spending that much money on it, but it's been fantastic. And uh, I'm ha- I'm happy to name drop the brand. They're called Fluid Stance. Fluid they make a bunch Stance. of other things, but they, they make all these kind of like desktop desktop whiteboards that are fantastic. That's, and they're not a quartile customer, by the way. So I'm not. <laughs> not just endorsing them because of that. I should. They not should be. We should reach out to them. But they're. But, but you, they're you should. That's amazing. I love a whiteboard as well. So they always keep me a little bit more organized. So Canon, this has been amazing. Where should people find out more about you and Quartile? Sure. So you can always just go to Quartile.com, and um, if you're interested in the speak to in speaking with one of us from a partnerships uh, um, or advertising perspective, you can always hit us there, or you feel free to email me at Canon at quartile.com. It's just C-A-N-A-A-N at quartile.com. That's beautiful. Thanks so much. This has been another episode of the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. Thank you so much, uh, Canon, for coming on and being our guest today. Awesome. Thank you. Please take a second right now and share this podcast with someone you know that would find it valuable. The fastest way for us all to grow is to grow together. And if you haven't followed our podcast yet, do that right now so you won't miss out. I'll see you on the next episode.